What's going on? It is episode 32, Top of the Do Chain Podcast. If you're watching this the day it comes out or afterwards, hope everyone had a happy Father's Day. Jeff uh, coming yeah. up on his first. Number one. First Father's Day. What's Josie getting you? Yeah, probably spit up on me like she usually does. So that all I had to look forward to, really. Spit up? Yeah. Have you got the trifecta yet? Uh, no, no, I don't. My oldest did that to me at a wedding. At a wedding? Pooped on me, I got that cleaned up, turned around, peed on me. Then, uh, yacked on me. Ugh. All in the same wedding within an hour. It's a triple crown. Yeah, and that's that's when you just kind of learn to wear it. Oh, yeah. I'll... Snot in the shirts. We were eating when she puked on me today, so I just finished. <laughs> <laughs> You just, you, <laughs> you just keep trucking forward. Yeah, yeah. You just push on. You just push on. So, it's good, man. Get a buff out. So, another, uh, speaking of your first Father's Day, uh, the official, it's not the one-year anniversary of the start of the podcast, like episode one being laid down. Yeah. Uh, but it is the uh, one-year anniversary of the Top of the Do Chain podcast being formed. Yeah. Because right. uh, I don't know if anyone, you know, people ask me all the time how we came up with the name. Yeah. And uh, I think you and I discussed starting a podcast. And I, mm-hmm. I think at that time, did we, have we, have we sat down with Mike? I don't know. I can't remember if you had talked to Mike before you talked to me or what. I just remember you coming up to me and, and suggesting a podcast and. I remember one of the first things you said were the uh, funniest things you ever hear are just things people say in, like, conversations they have, and that's kind of what you're going for. Yeah. And after that, uh, I kind of agreed with you. So after that, I was just. So, yeah, we decided to do the podcast. Waiting to see what happened with it. And then next thing I know, you've got a bunch of equipment. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but that's the thing, man, is, like, name is always important. You want a clever yeah. name. And, uh what happened was is I was building a fence with my neighbor. Well, let's fast forward. Let's rewind back. I was I was shopping for a beach hat with my wife at uh, Marshalls or Ross, yeah. JC, uh, one of those, you know, kind of kind of stores where nothing matches. And uh, while she was looking, I was just thumbing through shirts and found found a, a tank top that was a dollar ninety nine that said Top of the Dew Chain. And I said, Hey, what do you think of this? And she hated it, which was Can't instant. Imagine. <laughs> which tells me to buy it. Yeah. So I buy it. Um, I wore it to one of the fancier restaurants at this resort we went to, yeah. and they kicked me out. Made me go. Say how they my, go over. Yeah. <laughs> made me change my shirt. So fast forward a, a little bit. Just a tie to it. Like I wish <laughs> I went. <laughs> she said you have to have a collar. Uh, so anyway, I uh, the old collar trick. Yeah. No. So I fast forward a few years later. I'm, I'm helping my neighbor work on our shared fence and some of his fence so i'm out there post hole digging didn't want to get a farmer stand so i put a tank top on and as i'm post hole digging and kind of just doing this mundane fence building work i'm like trying to think of what to name the podcast and i'm sitting there drinking water just sitting on the on the porch looking down and there it was top yep. of the dew chain walked in the house and uh pulled up the like GoDaddy or whatever to see if the website was available. Yeah. And 300,000 podcasts when we started. Yeah. 
And to me, that's 300,000 failures to name their podcast. <laughs> that many people passed on that. <laughs> on top of the Fantastic Duche. Thing. So, yeah. yeah, so know that it's a year because we had to renew so, the website. So what's the best part of the name? Is it, when you look down, did you say, hey, this is, this is it. Like, this name stands out to me. Or was it like, this will make my wife even more my wife think, <laughs> now my wife thinks it's clever all right all so right. she was it's like I, not I told only do I have to deal with the tank top that he won't stop wearing no i told her that the the name and she goes that's that's pretty good all right see because she goes but and her first her actually first question was no one there's not a podcast named that already and i'm like believe it or not no yeah and so well it's a polarizing name it's, it's like one of those names where you're either gonna love it or hate it so I think it puts off because I do think this is a con to the name. Yeah. Is that it does not uh, represent our gender neutral thing, <laughs> <laughs> thing to the podcast. <laughs> I, to expound I just thought I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be known as a male podcast. I want to be known as a unisex podcast. Yeah, yeah you we're know? for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's why you put top of the dude chain. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about things everybody wants to hear exactly. about. Exactly. You know, so I don't. I don't want to scare the ladies off. And apparently, our friend Lizzie McKnight, who listens to nothing but podcasts, yeah, doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Well, which is a little upsetting. What? You know when you when you go to listen to a podcast though you have uh, you have all the various types of podcasts that are out there. Now we fall into the what the like culture like what do we fall in? No, we okay technically on iTunes we're not we're news. Society we're not, and culture. Society and culture. All right, maybe she listens to something other than society and culture because in that we're killing it. Well, yeah, yeah. but you want your friends to listen. I guess so. So, <laughs> no, you don't want the friends to listen. Sometimes I bust my friends out on this podcast. I'm okay with that. That's them the best knowing. part. The best no. part. But listen, maybe man. she'll listen when her husband is a guest on this podcast. Hopefully. Yeah. We all we, all I know is Corey here busted out his wife groaning like a gremlin last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sure so, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to be at the top of the dude chain, man, you can't hold back. <laughs> no holding back. So I mean, like that's and that, that's what I'm saying is like, yeah. you know, we enjoy our freedom here at exactly. top of the dude chain. Like, we'll, we'll call anybody out. Yeah, call anyone out. Oh yeah, but we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be one of those podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> calling them out. Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> when you've called out everybody. There's nobody to listen. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, we talked about nudicles last week, right? Yeah. And, we're gonna bring, all right. Yeah. Jump right back in that. Are oh, they thinking about say, sponsoring? Yeah. Are we? How cool would that be? <laughs> we can put, get a hang a set. Truck nuts and really, really makes the backdrop well, stand but, out. But I was thinking that, uh, you know, you kind of think of all the. Uh, guys that would need it you know we kind of went through that yep. well i was at the grocery store the other day and uh and these two this couple uh had two kids and this, that's a little unfortunate because they, they look like meth heads both of them right uh but this this girl was extremely petite mm -hmm. i mean very tiny and so uh we i shop at winco if you know anything about winco you have to bag your own groceries but yeah they're cheaper okay. you know so 
And I don't mind it. I like bagging my own groceries because it ensures I get it how I want. But, uh, so she's bagging her own groceries. She's chasing her son around, making sure he's, uh, you know, not getting anything. Turns around. She has to go pay for it. Goes and pay. Then comes back up uh, and finishes bagging her groceries. And, uh, you know, I helped her bag the last part of it. All while her husband or boyfriend, at least a baby daddy, you know those those push carts that have the plastic uh, attachment to it that the kids can sit in? Yeah. He was sitting in that. <laughs> not, I'm not joking. Sitting in that while she's doing all this. He's just sitting there leaning up, you know, playing with the baby. There's a baby in a car seat oh, carrier okay. uh, in, the, in the part where the kids normally sit. And he was sitting in that plastic extension part playing with the baby all while she's bagging groceries so she has to stop what she's doing run around and pay he just sits there and watches her then she comes back around and bags the groceries and then loads them up into the cart all while helping you know so i'm kind of bagging the groceries like looking this dude like hey rusty why don't you get up hey it gets better man (laughs) so anyway uh they they're doing something so they're a little behind me i push it out and i'm loading the groceries in my truck and i'm not joking you my man I saw this petite little girl pulling the cart and homeboy still sitting in it. Still sitting in the car, just <laughs> letting this girl pull him to the car. What if his legs didn't work good? No, it worked well because he, he had to run from the back of the store because he had to go get an old glory or something yeah. from the back. And so he runs up. So he's perfectly capable of pushing All right. it. So are we going to award him the uh, top of the dude chain dude of the week award? <laughs> Dude, if you can get your woman to do that, <laughs> good job. This guy's killing him, man. He's like, dude, dude's just getting pushed around like a toddler. He's, oh, it was. I mean, all hell Caesar. I wish I, my I wife, wish. my wife would straight up push me into oncoming traffic. That's what I'm saying, man. You know how much trouble oh, I'd be yeah. in. Yeah. Oh man. But yes. speaking of another dude thing, our friend Austin, yeah, who's been on the podcast, yes, posted a, a picture of his. His child. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but he's doing the old. Remember uh, what the Ultimate Warrior would do on the ring? He just shake the. Oh, shaking it. So his son was doing that to his playpen. Yeah. Uh, he had a teething necklace that looked like a gold chain on. <laughs> so looking pretty dude. Yeah, though. he looked. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, man, the yeah. dude's like. So I'm thinking we award this dude who's getting pulled around by his wife the Nudicle Award. Yeah. And we <laughs> we do old. Uh, Michael Dean yeah, English. Yeah, Michael Dean. A, all the, of 10 uh, months old. Yeah, the Dude Chain Award, <laughs> doing the Dalton Award with a gold chain in his playing pin. Yeah. But here's the best part. The best part is is uh, I was talking to his wife yesterday, and uh, Austin got in trouble for posting that picture or posting that video because... All her laundry was on all over the oh. living room. You know what I mean? The yeah. living room was messy. Now, personally, me... Don't care, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm telling you, the first two things I noticed was the gold chain and Ultimate Warrior post. Yeah. But I knew he was going to get in trouble for that, and I told you know I was like, yeah, Austin's going to get in trouble with this because he posted it because I would get in trouble. Yeah. For it because yeah. there have been times I let you go use the restroom, and as you're in the restroom at my house, she'll come up and chew me out for letting you come in the house because oh. it's a mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, he doesn't care, man. See, my wife has passed all that. If you Everyone come in our house, it's houses. a mess. She's just like, well, if you don't now, like it, clean it. And that's the thing. If, if Now, if you invite people over as guests, 
to have a clean house. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you come over like, hey, man, can I use your restroom? Dude, yeah. you're going to see some dirty dishes and some dirty drawers, man. Just yeah. out of curiosity, how many random people walk up to your house trying to use the restroom? Is this a common thing? <laughs> hey, uh... Well, the neighborhood. <laughs> Hope Josh is home. Got an emergency here. <laughs> your house looks mighty inviting. Yep. Right. I'll let them use the restroom, man. Won't here's do it great, again. Here's a great it. story. I don't know if I've ever told you stories of cowboy and junkyard. <laughs> these these two guys that we went to college with. It was was one of them like special? Uh, I mean, they were both pretty awesome. So. No, I mean like <laughs> yeah. special. They, ed. They, they, they well, okay. So like cowboy and junkyard. The situation with them was they were both older. This was a junior college, so almost everybody there is like eighteen, nineteen years old, maybe right. twenty. They were both like older. Junkyard didn't go to school there. He just kind of hung out on campus all day at the Baptist Student Union playing, like, Nintendo, waiting on Cowboy to get out of class. Cowboy, I don't know what all was going on with him because he, um, he like, made up these really fantastic stories all the time about being in the Witness Protection Program, uh, being related to Carlton Fist, his uncle reading the 85 Super Bowl but betting on the wrong team. A lot of, like, really fantastic stuff. But, yeah, they were a little odd, man. They were, they were odd for sure. But Junkyard was kind of like, kind of rougher looking, I guess you could say. Kind of a kind of a big, unkept man who, the reason we called him Junkyard is because he drove this old blue pickup that had Junkyard spray painted on the side. And I guess people started calling him Junkyard, so he wanted to cover it up. So he took blue spray paint to cover it up, but he just sprayed over the lettering. So just in a different color blue, it said <laughs> Junkyard on the side of the truck. And did y'all give him the But name? long story short, like, so uh, my buddy Ty and Casey, their room was like right, their door was right next to our other friend, uh, Casey Edwards and Dave Doss. And so, like, these, Casey and his friends were coming out of uh, Ty and the other Casey's room because we'd all been in there. And uh, we're getting ready to go to lunch. And Junkyard walks in and goes, Hey, man, can I use y'all's shower? And Casey just leaves the door open and goes, Yeah, man, go ahead. It just walks out. Doesn't think anything of it. And he may have said bathroom. I don't know. Anyways, we come back from lunch, and, like, Ty opens the door to his room, and as he opens it, there's Junkyard with wet hair and says, Hey, man, thanks for the shower. (laughs) 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 And and Ty's just like, uh, uh, and, of course, you know, we're falling down the stairs laughing, but... Yeah, thanks um, for the show. <laughs> did y'all give him that nickname, Cowboy and Junkyard? Uh, or uh, did they come with it? Okay, so I think Cowboy wore, like, black rustler jeans and, like, a black rustler, like, pearl snap shirt with, like, a belt that said Bronstein on the back. And uh, that's, like, he wore it every day with black cowboy boots, like, dressed like Johnny Cash or something. Um, and I think we just, I, I don't know who started calling him Cowboy, but that's just kind of where it came from. I, I, by far the most entertaining human being who has ever walked the earth. Man. Cowboy or Yeah, junkyard? Cowboy. Junkyard, like I said, Junkyard was, <laughs> they had this story, man. Uh, junkyard was going to be an electrician because he knows everything about electricity. And so as we started asking him, like, how do you know so much about electricity? Then he's like, I have been electrocuted <laughs> by 120... <laughs> 210, and I have been struck by lightning. <laughs> so it made him an expert. Do you, right? think, do you think, okay, do you think so, he really thinks that? I don't know, man. They just made up stories. Like, they just, 
They're just those kind of those people. Those are clever, though. They're, they're super clever. I mean, that's clever. a clever response to it. So Cowboy told us another story about Junkyard. He said when Junkyard was about four years old, he drank six kegs of beer. And we're like, I don't know, Cowboy. That's a lot of beer. I don't think that's true. You know, we'd have to call him out every now and then. He's like, maybe it was six cans. <laughs> and he passed out. And my mom took him to the doctor, and the doctor said, there's nothing wrong with this boy. He's just drunk. <laughs> so they made up these fantastic stories. My favorite was Rick, his <laughs> uncle rigged the 85 Super Bowl, but then bet on the wrong team and lost all of his money. And he would, he would make these wild claims in class. Um, they were in a history class, and he was like, a show of hands of everyone who knows who Chief Cochise is. Everybody raised their hand like, yeah, man, we know who Chief Cochise is. He's like, let me rephrase that. How many of y'all are related to Chief Cochise? Nobody raised their hand. He's like, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it was just wonderful stuff like that all the time, man. Oh, that's funny. No, but he was, uh, he was a cool dude. Uh, we enjoyed it. So back before podcast, you know, you had the radio shows. Right. Well, Carl Albert, the little school, had a radio station. And... Nobody used it. Um, I guess the broadcast journalism wasn't a big deal there. So my friends, Casey and Dave, decided, all right, we're going to get on here and start our own radio show. And they called it The Dope Show, like Marilyn Manson, that mm -hmm. song, The Dope Show. And every day they would get on there and they would do The Dope Show and they'd have random like guests and they'd, they would try to do contests all the time to get people to listen to them. They were going to give away a cardboard Kool-Aid man one time that they had gotten from a gas station. Um Anyways, no one ever listened to him because I don't think the radio antenna was even hooked up at the school. The only way, I was like 100 yards from him, and I had to like run like a 10-fold antenna off of my radio like all through my little dorm room, just to even halfway pick it up. But they started having Cowboy come on as a guest host, and they were like, Cowboy, uh, we got Cowboy here, and he's going to do a Memorial Day special. And so <laughs> Cowboy gets on there, and he starts doing this poem. And this poem is all about this helicopter flying over Vietnam, and then he gets shot down and explodes, and he's in there's body parts and, and stuff just flying through the air. And they're like, Cowboy, that's a little, a little bit rough for a Memorial Day poem. He goes, okay, helicopter parts were falling from the sky. <laughs> Check this. In college, we, we had an active radio station, and uh, – and I would, we would prank call people. I would, and so one time I prank called somebody. I'm like, "This is crazy, Mike from the uh, from the Sting." Yeah. You know, we're doing a contest. If you can get down here in the next five minutes and answer five questions on air, you win. Blah 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 blah. Right. But we would call people in the dorm, and our dorm looked over, yeah. and, and and you just hear like, "All right, man, when I say go, you got the the clock starts. You got to get here." And uh, and, and it was on the other side of campus from the dorms. Yeah. Uh, it was probably a good mile, mile and a half uh, hike. No, it wasn't even that far. It was less than a mile. But it was a good five-minute jog, uh, maybe a brisk run. And so we would hear that and then just sit in the, <laughs> sit in the court, you know, out there looking over the courtyard. And you see this dude come out the dorm and he walks <laughs> all, you know, just kind of like, Chilling until yeah. he gets out of sight of everybody, and he just takes off for a dead sprint for the radio station. <laughs> so anyway, so that and so that happened one time, and 
We thought it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So we started, uh, so I started calling people all the time, like, hey, this is crazy, Mike, if you can answer my question, blah, 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 you win a $15 gift card to Fan Bros, which is like the, like a Chili's type restaurant okay. on campus, right? So anyway, they, and then we'd ask them some stupid question that they they could definitely get, you know, and all that. And so, all right, man, well, you know, report to Fan Bros, give them your name, there's a $15 gift card waiting for you. And we'd just do that. And, uh. We became this legend on campus. Like no, <laughs> no one knew who Crazy Mike was. Who's Crazy <laughs> like, Mike? But they would go down to the, uh, uh, they would go down to the the station, and ask for Crazy Mike, and then it was like, yeah. but they're like, hey, who's this Crazy Mike? And so anyway, one time I ran down there and acted like Crazy Mike prank called me, mm-hmm. and knocked on it, and this dude came angry like. The first thing he said, I just knocked on the door, and he just came out and goes, there's no such thing as Crazy Mike, and walked back in the door. <laughs> That's all he did, because we've been sending people to him for months. Oh, man. And then we went to Fan Bros, and, uh, and I'm like, hey, uh, my name's Josh Walker. Crazy Mike said he'd leave my name up here. And she's like, what do you want? Apparently, Fan Bros was giving people. Oh. <laughs> they would come up there and say, I want $15 for Fan Bros. And, and so they felt bad for them that they got duped. Oh, and uh, And so they would get it. So eventually what happened is the athletic director pulled me aside one day. And he goes, after chapel service one day, and he goes, are you crazy, Mike? That <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucked. Dude, I know I couldn't. I knew, I mean, even if I said no, because I, I had this huge grin on my said, face. Yes, you just want $15. <laughs> <laughs> but I had this huge grin on my face, and he kind of smiled. He's like, "You got to quit because yeah. if someone gets hurt running on, and you know, you're representing you, you you're supposedly representing HBU's yeah. or Howard Payne's uh, radio program, so they could get hurt." But oh, wow. dude, that was probably about nine to ten months. Like no one knew who Crazy Mike was. And That's it got a good to, one, man. Yeah, people got to the point where they're like, "Hey, I got pranked by Crazy Mike," you know, and all. That. I had friends come and be like, "Hey, Crazy Mike called me," and I'm like. Really? <laughs> but we had, oh man, it was funny because we had this one guy, he never talked to anybody. We found his number and did it. And uh, uh, we called him and like I said, he never, we don't, I didn't know his name or nothing. We yeah. just found out his number and uh, we had stairs too. He jumped down every stair, went, knocked the guy down, running out the door to get out there. Came back, dude ticked, went and slammed him, locked himself in the room, didn't hear from him. And you, you know, that's the one time I felt bad about doing it to somebody. But the rest yeah. of the time, it was great. Did I ever tell you about the ultimate prank from my buddy? Uh-huh. Like pranked his other buddy. This happened at, at the same little junior college. So these two guys, my buddy uh, Cam, he was like the he was like the buff guy all the girls liked, and all the guys at the gym wanted to be like him. They just flocked around him. You know, he was he was the guy everybody flocked to. And you know, they all knew, like, he he got all the girls and all that stuff. Well, this other guy named Clayton, he was like, you know, he was, he was a buff-rip guy, but I guess he didn't have a lot of luck with the ladies or something. Anyways, he starts talking about how he went to Fort Smith, and he saw this hot girl, and she gave and he gave her his number. He's like, I'm pretty sure she's going to call, man. Cam was like, I hope that works out for you. So then Cam goes, has one of his friends call this guy and set up a date. So I said, hey, call him up. Say, yeah, I'm the girl you met at Fort Smith, blah, blah, blah. You know, we'll meet, you know, in photo. I'm going to be in photo. So he comes running. He's like, dude, that girl called. That girl called. I told you she was going to call. And he was pumped. He was so excited. So he rushes, he rushes up 
to this place where they're going to meet. And then this car pulls up, this black car. She says, I'll be in a black eclipse. So this black eclipse pulls up, man. He starts walking over there. Window rolls down. There's Cam in a blonde wig. God dang, <laughs> No. No. The harshest. No. The oh, harshest. Dude, that is so brutal. Oh. What'd he do? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I think they stayed friends and all, because obviously Cam wasn't trying to destroy his spirit. It was just too funny not to do, you know? <laughs> Took like, advantage of it? Uh, yeah, you know, he just kind of capitalized on it. You know, Clayton was a cool guy. I'm sure he got over it, you know? It wasn't like he was, you know. Oh, dude, man, I feel bad for Clayton. Yeah, but he, it, it was bad. <laughs> They're not cool, man. Yeah. Well, there's nothing worse than, like, trying to impress your buddy, and it turns out he's, like, catfishing you this whole time. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm going to impress you. I'm going to win one, you know? Dude, I prank called my roommate, Freeman Crawford. Yeah. Uh, he's a black dude from Diamond Hill Jarvis. No red in his closet. From like, Diamond Hill? Diamond Hill Jarvis, which is a uh, a very rough neighborhood in Fort Worth. Fort Worth, okay. Very rough neighborhood in Fort Worth. Okay. So much so, he wasn't in a gang. But he never wore red because, Just all, because. all his cousins were yeah. were uh, Crips. So, you know, he had nothing but blue in his closet. So, dude, I'm brand new. Like, we just met and probably known each other for a super cool dude. Yeah. Uh, real good friends with him. But I called him up about a week into, and I went, I found you, fool. <laughs> Better watch your back. <laughs> and I hung up the phone. <laughs> so <That's> me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Then I walk up to the room and he's all <laughs> like walking around the room like, "Hey man, everything all right?" He's getting ready. Something's he's just like, happened. He's like, "My past coming back to get me," <laughs> and I can't, I can't, I have to walk. I'm like, "All right, man." Well, I grab my like shower kit, like I'm gonna take a shower yeah. just so I could go laugh. So I'm like, well, I call him back a week later, and I'm like, "I'm right outside, fool. Better not walk out that front door, you know." So, <laughs> so anyway, we look out. Dude goes down with a. <clears throat> Tennis racket, man. <laughs> Dude's in the middle of the courtyard with a tennis racket. Dude, that, dude, all these, because it's a Baptist university. The right? hardest man at Wembley. Dude, <laughs> it's a Baptist university, right? Like, yeah. A lot of a lot of the people who, who went there, like, described it as as church camp. Yeah. Except you have to go to class. <clears throat> so that's the kind of girls and guys that you have hanging out in the courtyard. Yeah. And here's Freeman Crawford. Looking around all paranoid with a tennis racket, <laughs> thinking that some dude's there hunting them down from Diamond Hill Jarvis. Oh, man. So I finally, I was like, so I went out there, and he's just like, come out, man. He goes, I ain't scared. Come out. Let's solve this like men. And then people looking at him like, and so I went out there like, hey, man, what's up, man? I'm just, it was me, man. I'm just prank, <laughs> I'm prank calling you. Dude, he threw the racket down and goes up to the room, man. Dude, it's a week. He didn't talk to me for a week. Oh, man. But after a week. It's hard to get rid of those emotions. <laughs> after a week. After a week, you man. You think I, you're about to have the final showdown. Yeah, I was just like, hey, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that was pretty good, dog. Yeah, that was pretty, that's good. pretty good. <laughs> that's after, pretty good. But it was pretty funny. Yeah. But, oh, anyway. man. Yeah, we, we used to do a lot of that in our. We didn't do it as much when we were at OSU, but when we were Carl Albert, man, it, we were bored. Well, that's it was how we such were. a boring place, so we had to have as much fun as we could. Me and my friend Steve were at a uh, laundromat, just sitting there being bored, and like, man, like, look at all these advertisements for like things. Like, you think people ever call these? And we were like, let's put our friends' numbers up there and like just advertise stuff. <laughs> so, free washer and dryer if you'll come pick up. Call Aaron. 
So we put Aaron's number up there. And then uh, the other one was uh, Free Boxer Puppies, Call Ty, and gave his number. Well, we're all sitting in Ty's room. I, I'd kind of forgotten we'd done it. I'm like, Ty's phone ring. I'm like, like, yes, Ty. I'm like, he's like, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know. Like, it kind of gets weird. And, like, sounds like he's dealing with someone who's kind of hostile. And he just kind of hangs up. We're like, dude, what was all that? He's like, I don't know. He's like, some lady just called me and asked me if I had boxers. <laughs> like, that's weird. <laughs> he's like. I guess he was dumb or something because he was like, yeah, he's like, I told her, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got boxers. He's talking about underwear, you know, he didn't have any boxer puppies. So he's like, yeah, I mean, I've got some boxers. She goes, well, how much do you want for them? He was like, well, I'm not going to sell them. She was like, well, then why did you put the ad up? He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, people take these things serious. <laughs> like just goes off on him oh. and then hangs up on him. Oh, man. So that was a pretty good one. We enjoyed that one. So that's it. If you ever get a chance, just like plaster advertisements at the laundromat oh, uh, with your friend's numbers on dude, it. we used to have I, I i knew a guy who uh got a reputation that girls wouldn't date him because when he broke up with them he'd plaster their number all over bathroom stalls yeah you know like the old school way of, of you know craigslist I absolutely personal. never called one of those numbers huh? never okay you one. haven't <laughs> but there are men out there who have want to have a good time i was because <laughs> i was talking to, to her one one of his ex-girlfriends one time and yeah she's like i had to change my number she was like uh, i get three or four phone calls every about two three in the morning every oh, morning man. so anyway hey man speaking of nicknames got a guy named zuma dog in la yeah yeah he's an artist uh, for some reason, I stumbled upon him on Twitter, and then like you say, Zuma dog, and I expect to see like halftime at a Lakers game, a bunch of dogs doing Zumba or something. <laughs> Zuma dog. So Zuma anyway, dog. he's a he's a artist on Venice Beach, like a, a comedian, supposedly stand up comedian. He has a public access channel, so he's got a little notoriety in the area. Okay, so he's like a local. Yeah, celebrity. yeah. There are videos of him being recognized in public and, and all that. And I mean, he's he's pretty funny sometimes, but. He's worried about condos, Venice Beach going too touristy and condos getting put up and, and artists who are basically on government aid being run out uh, so they can put these high-rise. So he goes down to city council all the time to do, essentially just protest and, and you know let his voice be heard, activist yeah. type thing. So that's admirable. <clears throat> anyway, this video, I was watching it, and a lot of it, man, he just, he goes... It's Z, Z U M A D O double G because you got to have two G's to be an OG like me, you know, and that kind of <laughs> stuff, you know, kind of stupid stuff. But anyway, watch this video and watch the, but more, most importantly, watch the people that this is, this is a city council meeting. Just watch the people behind them, their reaction when he, when he does that. Check there, one, two, one, two. You got Zuma Dog, the showstopper, y'all, a.k.a. Kush Daddy, King of Bling. You feel me? Now, what they're trying to do, but, but, but we got Mr. Rosendahl right He stumbled a little. Yeah. Now, he was on Howard Stern's show. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, if you type in Zuma Dog, Howard Stern yeah. on YouTube, it's pretty funny, man. <laughs> like, he's, there's, like I said, there's this pretty arrogant dude. And uh, old Zuma Dog, man, just slamming him the whole time. Man. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty. He had Howard and and oh, what's her name? What's what's Howard Stern's girl's name? 
Robin? Robin. That's yeah. it. This had them rolling. Uh, but, yeah, it was pretty funny. But I guess my question is, is, like, the guys, like I said, tried to do everything. Singer, artist, whatever. I mean, when you get to that point where it's like, do you ever get to that point where it's like, this ain't working? I don't have to know. Go work at home. Ask Riff Raff. Have you ever heard of him? I've heard of Riff Raff. Now, Riff Raff has actually made it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like that's Sorry about that awkward silence yeah. there, folks. Uh, uh, trying to figure out what making it means to Josh. I mean, he's got okay. some albums, and he's he. you can find him on YouTube. and and I'm Talking about the rapper Riff Raff. Riff Raff, yeah. Which Hannibal Burris talks about him in his comedy, so that's... That's yeah. probably his most notable thing. But no, he's like just, his big deal is he finds ways to get himself out there. Um, so he, but he's pretty funny. He's kind of, kind of a character. I think, I, I think. He's on Hot Ones, which is a pretty good um, YouTube thing you can watch. Riff Raff. Yeah, Riff Raff, man. The Peach Panther. Yeah. Totally <laughs> missing the camera. <laughs> Never done this there before. Riff Raff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, he's well known. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Simon Rex? He actually has a dog named, I think his name's Jody, and like uh, he calls him Jody High Roller, and if you go to a Riff Raff concert for $50, Jody will give you a pautograph. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I've heard of Riff Raff. Yeah. And, you know, he's like... Well, he's he, like two steps above <clears throat> this guy, maybe, Zuma Dog. Oh, no, he's further than that. Zumadar, yeah. I think, is down. Zumadog's like on UHF, like that old Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> well, you remember, you remember Simon Rex, the old VJ from MTV? Not really, man. Um, I didn't watch a lot of MTV. He was an they actor. They took it away in Broken Bow. Remember Andy Milanakis? Yes. Yeah. Has baloney in his pockets. Yeah. Uh, that 50-year-old guy that looks like he's 15. Yeah, yeah dude, he is old. Yeah, yeah. He dude, no lie, old. man. I looked up how old. He's older than we are. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He, I think he's in he his was, 40s. He was yeah. pretty grown when he was doing those shows. Yeah, but he, I mean, he looks like he's 12 now. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, him, Simon Rex, and Riff Raff have a group, and I forgot the name of it, uh, but they have a, a rap group that, uh, that's Simon Rex. Okay. He's a VJ, a little bit of actor, too, man. Do you, do you know where the camera is? <laughs> <laughs> Simon Rex, and then Ali, Andy Milanagas have this group, uh, and yeah. he's like, he's dirt nasty. I forgot what Milanakis's was, but anyway, they're pretty well known. They're, when I say they're well known, like they hit up all the spring break spots and all that. I mean, uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. So they, I mean, they're they're doing well. Uh, kind but, of a gimmick thing, but kind of. But it's it's a working gimmick. But then, but then they have acts like that. Yeah, that, now their group <clears throat> is a gimmick thing. Yeah. But uh, riff raff the out. I mean, the rapper riff raff. I mean, it's supposed to be serious yeah and he uh he he has guys on his label like action bronson who's a legit rapper yeah uh and all that so uh but yeah they're a little higher than zuma dog yeah but <laughs> but that's how riffraff got known riffraff was, Riff was trying to make it as a wrestler he like yeah roided up and yeah and then he of, was on uh what was that show g's to gents yeah and they kicked him off the first episode really yeah which is like the like the worst thing ever, because like he he's the, he's the whole personality of that show. Yeah, the show ratings like basically he went famous from like one or two episodes, and then the show ratings dropped after he got kicked off. Yeah, and like you gotta have a producer that's like, all right, this is the money maker, right? Oh here. yeah, like yeah. he's making it to the very end. Yeah, <clears throat> so For real. 
I don't watch enough of those, you know, pick them and all that. But you know what show? Uh, we were on vacation and flipping through the channels. You know what show came had a revamp? What's that? Jersey Shore. Uh, is it new people? Nope. Same old people. <laughs> which is even you know some of them are back. Like Sammy's like, gone, which she got her on there. But the rest of them are all really come back. What are they up to these days? Same old thing, just chilling. GTL when they much. did. I think they're in Miami this time. Jim Tan Laundry. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're still doing the same thing. I don't now. Here's the the. It's not funny, but the difference is I don't think the situation parties anymore. Because he's either on probation or he's in re, out of rehab or something like okay. that. So he doesn't drink anymore. I don't really know many of them. Situation is the abs. Well, they all it's, have abs. That's a good thing, Jeff, dude. They're, yeah. all, they're yeah, all garbage I mean, you're people. Probably, just garbage saying, people. You're, you're probably better off, but... but I, mean, is, I knew enough about them. They were famous enough that I knew about their GTL saying. Jim yeah, Tan, Tan Laundry. Now, yeah. Pauly D was pretty cool. Yeah. Now, is he the one that's a DJ? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's a... He's a Famous DJ, now, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. So he got his his mark from the show. No, that's cool. Then you have Snooky. She's a little short one. I know mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. yeah, so she's cool. Situation, he's all right. Ronnie was a putz. He's the big gorilla one. They call him the big gorilla, but okay. Uh, he uh, he's kind of a putz. He he he. And now were their families just rich? Were they like trust fund kids or something? Like how did they live that life? Or did like the show? No, they're just stereotypical. It? New York, New Jersey Italians is all they are. Well, but how did they pull off living that lifestyle? They didn't work, did they? Well, I'm sure they were no, getting paid by Yeah, MTV. It, it was an MTV show. So you remember the, the uh, like, road rules and yeah. what's that other one where they all put them in the house? Um, the real world. Yeah, real yeah, world, real world. world. It's like that is all it was. So essentially what they, because apparently, because there was a documentary. What's, oh man, what are those MTV documentaries called? Where are they now? No, it's a, uh, it's, they just do random things. Like they do one on, they did one on steroids. And so they just follow, you know, five or six people around who did steroids. And yeah. well, they did one on the, on the Jersey Shore. Uh, and what in Jersey Shore in the summer is like uh, apparent. I mean, you just your stereotypical New Jersey, New York, Italian raised kids go to the Jersey Shore for the summer, mm-hmm. and they get part time jobs working in beach shops and all that, and they they just live there and party the entire yeah. summer. That episode did so well that it spun off the Jersey Shore, where they basically. It was just the real world or the road rules type show, but they did it straight Italian hmm. uh, um, people yeah. and just put them all in the house and, and just follow them around. So, Reality TV, man, it's gone all over the place. They've done everything, haven't they? Yeah, it's annoying. Like just random people's jobs has like a reality show, you know? Like... Yeah, some of it's interesting. Yeah. One thing I'm proud I've never gotten into is the love of hip love and hip hop stuff or the yeah. real uh, real housewives of whatever. Yeah, those are usually the worst. Yeah. Like just these crazy like ladies who are always like just arguing and being as awful as they can. Yeah, yeah, those are terrible. Now the basketball wives is kind of interesting because you'll see a uh, a basketball player, a well known basketball player, come through, and mm-hmm. it's kind of just interesting to kind of see. Like, that dude wants no part of this show. 
You know what I mean? It's pretty yeah, he fun. doesn't want any part of that wife either. <laughs> yeah, but, but he'll walk in and just be like, hey, what's up? And he yeah. walks out, you know, and that kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know if you ever watched the Kardashians. Not, not really, no. I never either. My wife did for a little bit. See, everyone gets called out. I don't out watch on this a lot podcast. of TV though. Like I'm, well, this is one like even good TV. I don't watch. This is when we were first married. Yeah. So it's like you know, no kids, no you know schedule. We do yeah. what we want. Go to bed and watch it. She watched the Kardashians because I go to bed earlier than she does. She anyway, I catch it every now and then. And, and like Reggie Bush when he was dating Kim Kardashian, wanted no part of that show. Oh you uh, can yeah, tell that imagine. dude wanted off camera as quick as possible. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. Yeah. But speaking of basketball, man. NBA Finals are over. Oh, Bron Bron got swept. Not only did he get swept, but I didn't get to watch the game. But from everything I've heard, like they didn't even try the second half. They were just like, you know what? We don't, we don't want this to go any longer than it is. Like, just here you go, you can have it. Yeah. So a lot of people are actually saying, like, I don't ever want to hear you compared to Michael Jordan ever again. We can talk about how great you are, but after that game. You can never be compared to Michael Jordan ever again. You just took yourself out of it. Did he quit? They're acting like LeBron quit. Well, There's a gone. lot of people saying that. There's All right, a lot let's, of people let's saying that he that. just gave up, which is something MJ would have never done. No. I neither agree. would neither would Kobe Bryant. You know, I like agree. guys that have that but, but that mentality. In LeBron's defense though, like that dude got some suckers around him. I I mean come Those on, suckers man. got to the finals. I mean, because of him. Well, yeah, but he's great. But I mean, still, you don't quit. No, I agree. I agree with you there. But that's that whole I'd rather. You can't. You die can't. on my feet and live on my knees. Yeah, but, mentality. but the thing is, is, is I don't think Kobe or Jordan were ever in this situation. Jordan was in that situation earlier. Yeah, Kobe was in it earlier, and then they got Shaq to come. There was a picture of the roster side by side, and Jordan won with a pretty terrible roster. Yeah, Jordan took a, a scrub team to yeah. the finals and lost. Yeah, no, he never lost and, the finals. No, he he won. Jordan, Jordan never lost. The finals. I'll, I'll pull it up. He won okay. six straight. Look, he took a he took a maybe it's to the conference finals. He took no, a, yeah, he would always get to either the Pistons or Celtics, yeah. and then lose. Well, that's yeah. Then you're probably right about that. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Jordan didn't have the greatest. But no, Kobe actually didn't have uh, have the best until uh, you know, Shaq. like Shaq showing up. And then after Shaq left, Kobe had some good teams. But Kobe had some some garbage there at the end of his career. So, yeah, and and he didn't win. I mean, the Lakers were out of it those last few years he was there. Well, yeah, but but they didn't make it to the finals either. But Kobe Bryant was a big reason why they weren't doing anything because well, yeah. they couldn't do anything until. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I love Russell Westbrook a lot, but, I mean, if he's going to stay here his whole career, we're going to have to accept that if we don't, like, buy a championship by getting a bunch of guys to come surround him, then we're basically going to be sacrificing our future to build around him until he finally leaves or retires, and then we're going to have to be bad for a few more years to get the draft picks we need because he's always going to get you far enough to be in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, and – it's not me being negative about you know having that situation because I like having Westbrook and I like being relevant every year. But I mean that's that's kind of what you get into. Um, we, we missed our window, man. You don't let Harden leave. That's just you don't let Harden leave. Yeah, especially for the the amount of money. Yeah. Like I could see if Harden was trying and the to get out. Tax. It's not well, a big but deal. I could. Yeah, and it wasn't even that much. It was yeah. five million over the the, the live. You know the worst contract. thing about the Golden State Warriors is they built that team. 
Kevin Durant joined a team that they built. They built okay. that team in the draft and then picked right. up guys that nobody else wanted. Right, but they're winning championships because of Kevin Durant. Well, they won one without him. Right, with Kyrie Irving being hurt and basically LeBron playing by himself well, they, again. They looked pretty good the year that uh, they got beat before Kevin Durant came. They just about had that one. They blew a 3 nothing lead. A 3-1 lead. Okay, they, they still blew it. Oklahoma City blew a 3-1 lead that same year. Yeah, because Durant gave it away. It happens, I'm just saying, it happens. No, I, I get you, but my point is... is Draymond were, Green doesn't get hurt or doesn't get kicked out or whatever happened with him. And like, yeah, well, they, if they he doesn't, win that. yeah, but if he doesn't kick people, then I'm he doesn't saying, get kicked out. I'm just saying, they were out. super competitive before he... No, I agree, but my point is, is they would that team, minus and Kevin Durant... built that team, that's what I'm getting at. That team, minus Kevin Durant, would have got beat by Oklahoma City. If Kevin Durant stays in Oklahoma City, they would have got beat. They probably would have got beat this year. No, it'd been scrappy. They would have got beat by the Houston Rockets this year if CP3 doesn't get hurt. Yeah. So I mean, don't forget they were a 73 win team. They were winning a lot of ball games. Yeah, and they lost the time. They lost in the finals to LeBron James, one of the greatest players of all time, after winning 73 games and going through a slugfest with Oklahoma City Thunder. That's what I'm saying. But that's what happens in competitive basketball. Well, and that's why LeBron. Is always going to go to the finals and never. That's why he got to the finals with Cleveland. Yeah, LeBron is better than your two best players. But the that's why they went. Yeah. But he's. But the, the East has no one to offer. Yeah, they. I can. mean, the 76ers are, are formidable. The 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 Celtics are essentially just a few missed shots away from being in there and making it more competitive. But LeBron went off. Yeah. I mean, dude, his his Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics is probably one of the best series of basketball players ever played. Yeah, but. Speaking of that, think about this though, like if you come to the West, you got to try to figure out how to beat the Warriors, a great team, five fantastic players. People are scared to go to the East because of one human being. No, LeBron I agree. James. Dude, LeBron's legit. I put yeah. him in the top five. Yeah, he's great. easy. I probably put him. But, I probably put him number two. I go Jordan but LeBron. He quit, but he quit this year. Okay, but talent wise, yeah, it's Jordan, LeBron. Kobe, Johnson, Magic Johnson, Kim Olajuwon. Kim Olajuwon's a guy who doesn't get the credit, man. No, he was he was one of my favorite. Oh, dude, he yeah. dude he would record it quadruple doubles. He was bad. You know what I mean? And he, he and bad. those doubles, his he would he he would record a quadruple double with uh, block shots, rebounds, points, and steals. Yeah, like he would steal the ball ten times a game. So, but speaking of LeBron. They they have four they they supposedly said he has four desk, four spots that he's going to land, Golden State which I think he's out of Cleveland I think we can all agree LeBron's leaving Cleveland again, yeah. so Chris McKnight I'm interested to see how your town handles LeBron leaving <laughs> again. They threw batteries at him last time because. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's gone. People, it was funny, man. Oklahoma City got so much criticism for dressing up a kid like a cupcake and dancing around in front of Kevin Durant. I was like, that's cute. They no, threw batteries at LeBron. That's so. what I'm saying, man. At least that was creative. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that was but, cute. <laughs> so so they got four spots yeah. of him landing. Uh, you got Golden State, which I don't think he goes to. I just I, I don't think I don't think he can. I just don't think he wants to mess with the ridicule that he's going to get. You'd be surprised what these dudes care about. No, you're right. Now, Houston Rockets seem to be a favorite. But, again, it goes back to the point. Yeah. You've got to play the Spurs more times per more than two times per year like he is now. Uh, and then you possibly have to play them in the playoffs. So you have to go through the West with the Rockets. 
Yeah. I don't think he wants the West. Yeah. So then they put the 76ers and the Celtics as the other two in the East. Yeah. The problem with basketball is, like, you can say, like, all these things, like, oh, he wouldn't do this, he wouldn't do that, and it's like, because of what it would do to his legs here, because of whatever. Basketball is the, one of the only sports where these guys feel like they can control the narrative because they have that much power in their sport and in culture and in everything else. They feel like with the Players' Tribune and all these other outlets they have and then just how influential they are, like, in society and everything else, they can control the narrative. Now, Kevin Durant's doing a terrible job at it but LeBron probably feels like there's nothing he can do that will tarnish his legacy because he will make people believe whatever he wants them to believe like the ego in basketball is is quite a bit bigger than it is in most sports yeah no I agree I still don't think he gets it's what's killing basketball right now is the ego like the I'm all for the players the talent getting paid having all that stuff but at some point like we can't get a good product because these guys are acting like babies. Well, and I would be interested to see, like, if Golden State just continues to just trash everybody. Yeah. Like, how much that hurts viewership. Because nobody was talking about the finals this year. Because, I mean, they've, no. they've, they've seen this matchup before. The, they don't care. The best and, thing it's that, a, and it's a super team. Like, yeah. nobody wants to watch them play. The best thing that happened was Houston looking like they had a chance. And if Chris Paul hadn't gone down, that they may have pulled that series off. Even. Yeah. That's... But, I mean, that's really all the NBA has going for it is that Houston challenge to well, Golden State. But Houston's stacked. They're now, San Antonio probably would. Cowie, you know, Cowie Leonard's gone, though. I think yeah. he's going to be gone. He wants out. But where do, you, where do you think he lands? There's also there's also rumor, and we can talk about this in a minute. I think LeBron's going to land right on his feet. That's no, but <laughs> I don't a lot know, of people man. Are saying, I don't make predictions like that because I, I would have never predicted Paul uh, George would have gone to the go? city. Where do you want him to or go? Or that we would have gotten Camar- Carmelo Anthony. Well, where do I want? For all those where guys. do I want him to go? No, there's a big difference between trading for those guys and getting a free agent to sign. Where do I think a free agent is going to go? I don't know. If he, decides, if he decides that he wants to stay in the East. Okay. If he wants to stay in the East. Best team to win. I mean, I think you go to the Celtics. Here's why I don't like him in Philadelphia. Because they already got Ben Simmons, who is a LeBron-style player. Dude, He's not him. an outside threat. He's a court yeah. manager and a, and a physical freak. Put him at the four. Move LeBron to the three. LeBron don't want to bang anymore. He's old. Save his knees. Keep him on the outside at the three. Maybe, He'll be locked it, up it, with guys like Kevin Durant. It would just be all, too all hard because both those guys need the ball a lot because that's how they make plays. Ben Simmons can't be a catch and shoot guy. He doesn't shoot jump shots. He doesn't shoot threes. He needs the ball in his hand so he can create. Yeah, but dude, think about that front court, man. LeBron, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid. And you really think LeBron, dude? If you're Kyrie Irving, you don't think that LeBron, Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, really? and and what's the guy from Utah that didn't even play this year? Uh, Doug McDermott? No, no, not Doug McDermott. What? Not even in the same vicinity, <laughs> man. Those dudes aren't in the same galaxy. Oh, uh, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, yeah. yeah. And and all the, and then all these rookies they have and everything. And now, granted, they would probably have to like move some pieces around, but like they're ready to go and their their benches. Yeah, but how are, how mad are you if you're Kyrie? Man, I don't know. I don't know what their relationship is. Dude, you left Cleveland to get away from LeBron, and now he's going to sign with your team again. Yeah. He's going to come in and take your team away from you twice. You're going to hoist a trophy if you do it, too, probably, though. Dude, but they hoisted that trophy because of Kyrie. You know what he ought to do? He ought to go to Toronto because they can't beat him to save their lives. 
Nah, you, no one wants to live in Canada, man. <laughs> no, but so, hey, now there's now there's rumors that he, that Oklahoma City's on the list incognito wise. They they a uh, dark horse, if you will. Yeah. Do you like LeBron here? I mean, uh, you don't turn away the best player in the NBA and act like you're too good for him. But do I like it? It wouldn't feel as pure as I would like to win it the good old-fashioned way. You're not going to win it the good old-fashioned way. No one has uh, won the championship the good old-fashioned way since the big three at the Celtics. But, you know, I want you to look at the dynamics of the league. It looked like the Heat were just going to take over the league and nothing was ever going to change that until all those guys retired. And then all of a sudden LeBron bounces for Cleveland. And then it looks like Oklahoma City and San Antonio are going to take over the West and there's nothing anybody can do about it. And then all of a sudden this Warriors team gets a new coach and these players start catching fire and all of a sudden the Splash Brothers, you get a couple injuries in Oklahoma City and next thing you know the Splash Brothers are going to the finals. And then they're going to the finals every year after that. Like, I mean, like, it changes, man. It changes. It, it Anything can happen. And Golden State's not going to stay together forever. I don't care what anybody says. As much as players love winning championships, like, egos have to coexist, and it's hard. Draymond Green, a Hall of Fame player? I don't know. Uh, he, he does it on the defensive end really, really well. He facilitates on the offensive end. He's kind of a court leader. He does the one thing that none of the other Warriors do very well other than maybe like when they have David West or somebody, and that's he gets into the other team's head. So yeah, Quick answers, no. <laughs> I don't like the guy personally. No, I, I just don't think he will. I'm just saying I'm not going to. Personally. I, if I don't he was think on he my will. team, I would, I would hold back that I don't like him. It's kind of like how I don't like Ben Roethlisberger, but I love the fact that he keeps winning football games yeah. for the Steelers. So what happens with the Thunder? What happens with the Thunder? Man, I don't know. I think like, the worst case scenario happens with the Thunder. I hate to say it, man. I think it's almost pointless to talk about this stuff just because you just can't know what these dudes are going to well, do yeah, because they don't the whole, follow any kind of pattern of yeah, sense. That's the whole point of talking about it, though, is to predict and to see what happens. But it's just you're just rolling the dice, man. I know, but but that's what you do when you talk about fantasy football or no, NFL. Man. Or bowl games or anything. I was in three fantasy football leagues. I came in first, first, and second. All right. Yeah, I'm not I'm rolling, still the rolling dice. dice. I'm not rolling just the a dice. Lucky dude wait, 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 wait. You Before you lay claim to how good you are in your leagues, <laughs> are we talking about your bullcrap 16 week league that shouldn't even exist? Because if you are, you can just leave the room right now. Because I won that league Somebody's... if it goes 14 weeks. I win that league if it goes 14 weeks. They kicked me out because I brought up how stupid a 16 week league did. <laughs> I'm out. My jumper. <laughs> oh, there's a topic for our August, weeks, you can't August actually, podcast. I actually came in second place in that league. <laughs> and right after Corey left, we shortened it. <laughs> yeah, they also, they also kicked out the best team because they didn't want to bet. Uh, oh, all right, good here's, times. What here's what I think. LeBron, LeBron does, I think LeBron goes to Philadelphia because I don't think he wants to play with Kyrie. I think there's bad blood between him and Kyrie. They won't yeah. say it, but I think it's there. I go think he's a Philly. I think for Oklahoma City, I think the worst case scenario happens. They keep Billy Donovan and they lose Paul George. <laughs> yeah, I don't think keeping Billy Donovan is that bad of a situation. Um, it, it's pretty hard to figure out what pieces to put around Russell Westbrook because of the style of basketball he plays. He's a ball dominant point guard who doesn't shoot the three well. Yeah, Paul that's, George. That's that doesn't really fit in the league very well. All right, the two players I would try and get with West, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Cowie Leonard. Because I think those are the two perfect players that 
surround him real well. But yeah, I mean, you're just building, like... It's like playing NBA 2K18. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to put... Uh, okay, so Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson on one team isn't NBA 2K. They built that team in the draft, and nobody wanted Draymond Green. He was a bust. All right, he they won, got he, lucky there. He, 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 the, he got an injury, got him into the starting rotation, and then he made the most of that opportunity and has been killing it ever since. Like I said, I don't like the guy. I think he's a jerk, but give it up for him, man. He sees the day, man. Okay. Uh, so I'm not critical of Golden State in any way. I'm critical of Kevin Durant, but. Why? That was weak, man. That was super Dude, weak. Dude, I, I root for Kevin Durant. It's just super weak to. I'm not a Warriors fan because I don't like Green. I'm not a big fan of Curry. Because uh, I think Curry's fake. I think you deserve scrutiny when you go toe to toe with the best team in the league to establish yourself as being on the best team in the league. And then the next year you join that team because you just want to win championships. Immediately after putting up one of the poorest finals performances ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just... you got to want to beat that guy. You know what I mean? you got to want to beat that guy. It's not the NBA today, man. Well, yeah, well, the NBA is going to lose viewership, man. Well, it's already losing. Yeah, yeah what they say... I guarantee you it's down at least 20, 30%. No, what they, well, what they say during the collective bargaining That's why a big baller brain is going to start their own league. Oh, dude, get out of here. Oh, gosh. I'm, that's one thing I'm happy about basketball season being over is, like, that dude's not around. <laughs> I haven't heard that guy say anything in a while. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, but, no, as far as basketball goes. They say, like, only 32% of the teams make a profit. Thirty-two, The top 32%. And when I say 32% of the teams, just the 32% of the revenue mm-hmm. covers the entire league. Yeah. Because uh, you, you always said the Lakers and Knicks. Make, I think the Lakers and Knicks, obviously Golden State, probably San Antonio, and a couple others that are actually making money. And the rest of them are in the red. Yeah. And they basically just get bailed out by luxury taxes and, and all that. So so I do, think you, I do think LeBron has hurt the NBA economically for that reason because he – when I say that, because what not just him, but you know, he was the biggest name when D Wade and Bosch were mm-hmm. coming out too, and uh, <clears throat> you know, you siphon talent. Essentially, that's what you did in order to beat a big three team like Golden State or Miami Heat or whatever. You have to siphon talent from other markets in order to win. Yeah, and so guys have to go take pay cuts, you know, and all that. So you know, you're going to have teams that come in that don't have anybody worth watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I'll tell you who's worth is the Milwaukee Bucks, the Greek freak. That yeah. dude's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And it sucks that we haven't had Kawhi Leonard in so long because he's actually. Oh, Kawhi's strong, man. Yeah, he's he's great on both sides. Talking to Norris, uh, you know, Norris Cole. Yeah. Uh, we were talking to him when they we actually went to watch him uh, when he was playing with the Thunder, and they played the Spurs. And he got in, and he, uh, on a pick and roll or, or screen or something like that, had to cover him and said he went and uh, tried to hit the ball out of Leonard's hands. And it was like Ivan Drago. <laughs> he said, dude, that ball, he goes, that dude's got the strongest hands. Yeah, like huge, too. Yeah, and he yeah. said, and, and what happened was um, it came down to the last play. Spurs had the ball, and Leonard just took it to the hole. 
and he said, uh, you know, I'm just looking at it, and he just he just went right through Adams, mm-hmm. and like, and and Norris was just like, dude, Adams is in the perfect position. Like, where you want your big man to be during that play is where. He said, and that dude just muscled it through him. Yep. And he's like, he's so strong. We, we need to see that guy again. Uh, he's uh, he's one of those guys, he's good enough that uh, he can be a difference maker. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, like we don't know how good he is even because we haven't seen him in the last couple of years. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering where he goes because they're saying he's going to sour on San Antonio. Or San Antonio's going to sour on him. I Which don't know. is weird. I don't know what happened there. That's a weird one. But anyways, to to sum it all up and get it all kind of wrapped up nice and tidy, as far as LeBron goes, I don't know where he's going to land, but he's going to do whatever he wants to do, and he's going to get whatever he wants. Um, I don't think the Warriors are going to break up this year, but uh, mark my word, I I give them like after this next season, you start seeing some things move whenever those contracts start coming up. And uh, and they've got all those rings, and they're just getting scrutiny for winning them. I, just, so, I don't know, man. I just think they make so much money. It's not about the money anymore. I think it's about the rings, and they're just going to go win 20 of them. Not all those guys are making that much money. Uh, you know, like Clay Thompson and uh, Draymond Green don't have the endorsement deals that uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry have. Well, you're right. It's, it's not the same. But those are the guys who are going to get paid max contracts, and Steph yeah. Curry, the guys with the big endorsement deals, are going to take the minimum yeah. to bring in. You know what I mean? And you never know. I mean, if they just absolutely love playing together, then they might. I don't know. I would love to play for Steve Kerr, and I would love to be a part of that organization and know I was just going to win all the time. That would be great. Yeah. But that's kind of what Oklahoma City was going for. We let James Harden walk. Yeah, here's what you do, uh, Kevin Durant. You take league minimum because that's what you're going to get taxed on income-wise. So you're mm-hmm. going to pay less than taxes there. Establish a home in Texas with no state income tax or Florida with no state income tax. And that's where you claim residency, so all your endorsement checks are taxed there. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> My opinion, you know, if you're Kevin Durant, you just stop talking. Just stop no, talking. Dude, he, dude, he's embracing. Dude. No, you stop. He's embracing the role of the heel. And no, I like he's it. not. He's, he's like on it. both sides. He's embracing the role of a bipolar person. No, man. He's the heel, and he's doing it well. No, he's not. Randy Macho Man he's doing Savage it terribly, Durant. He's Randy doing it. Macho Man Durant. That's you are out of your mind. You don't even watch basketball. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey man, we got one more video. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's like when you said Dave Matthews did a Jimi Hendrix song better. It's just no sense. <laughs> what are we talking about? The hard cuts. Hey, speaking of something totally opposite of what we were talking about, here's a video. Excuse me. <laughs> Someone kick it. It'd be cool like that. Be ready to jump. I'll ever be ready to jump. Yeah, be ready. Get that man a pair of nudicles. Yeah, nudicles. Oh, that's top of the dude chain. Episode thirty-two in the books. Dudechain.com. And do chain 88 at the social medias. You guys are great. Yep. We're out. All right. See you.